Anyways, with school uh, back in session, uh, you know, here in 2019, parents have got a lot more concerns than just a fashion. As a matter of fact, uh, a lot of parents are really concerned about certain apps that uh, are on their kids, on their teenagers' phones, that could be problematic. Joining us now to sort all this uh, out and uh, help every parent listening is tech expert Mark Saltzman. He joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Uh, Mark, by the way, uh, young Mark Saltzman, uh, were you excited for the first day back to school? <laughs> oh, far from it. And I also had a bad mullet, I have to admit. <laughs> um, yeah, that, those were, I still have those, those scary those nightmares where you wake up and like, thinking about exams and university and all that. But yeah, even before that, no, I didn't love back to school. Yeah. We did, right? It's, it marks the end of the summer. Everything it stood for was just horrible, just horrible. Yeah, it's either but, love uh, it or hate yeah. it sort of thing, isn't it? Well, it's like the nervous excitement, I guess, a little bit seeing your friends. But no, I know I didn't like it. I, you know, I wasn't a bad student, but I just didn't. It wasn't my thing. OK, you well, know? we know your thing is tech and technology, <laughs> and uh, you're here to help uh, some parents sort through apps on their kids' phones, because this is something our parents certainly didn't have to uh, worry about uh, back in the day, uh, what you were carrying on right. your phone, what sort of apps. Yeah, that's right. So usually, Jeff, every month we have our tap worthy segment where we talk about recommended apps. But in this case, we're going to talk about some apps that you want to make sure that your tweens do not have on their smartphones or maybe their teens. Uh, and there's sort of three categories. One are these what we call hidden apps. This isn't a great idea. Those, these are apps that are usually like a calculator and it is a working calculator. But if you type in a code that the kid will program, it unlocks a secret part of their phone where they can store photos and videos, uh, websites and other things they don't want mom and dad to look at come on so, that, that again, actually exists yeah it, it these are pretty popular and i hate i know there's these the parents are going to go and yell at their kids and they're going to roll their eyes at us uh, jeff being the old guys but no it's one of those things where you know you want transparency you don't want your kids hiding stuff or looking at things that 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 could be really inappropriate it's and and they've got this this device with them everywhere so it's just super convenient um they're again and even if the mom and dad had their had their kids phone in their hand and it was unlocked and they actually saw a calculator app and they tapped it they're not even going to likely tap that code to unlock it. Right. So it's going to look and, and work like a real calculator. But you got to be careful. You just want to have some open dialogue with your kids about these things, about not keeping um, inappropriate uh, material on their phones for a few different reasons. But yeah, these calculator apps or or hidden vault apps, as they're often called, are very popular for both iPhone and Android. You know what that app reminds me of? Uh, remember way back in the day, uh, you used to be able to hit F1 or escape and uh, like a spreadsheet would come up when you know the boss <laughs> yeah, was right. coming by. Yeah. And then after the yeah. boss uh, walked by uh, your desk, then you could hit it again and go back to browsing whatever it is you're, you're looking at. So I was going to go real old school and say it's like having a hardcover book on your shelf with, that's cut out in the middle. Oh, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, the fake book, you know, where you, where you cut it with an X-Acto knife and you put something in it like drugs or, you know, whatever. Um, funny. Okay. So that's the calculator apps. The second category, Jeff, are, are dating apps that are really supposed to be for those 17 and older. And some are built on proximity where if your your teen launches it and they're looking uh, for love in all the wrong places, it's not just based on your profile and your likes and your dislikes, but where you are. And, um, you know, it'll match people uh, based on geographic location. So you're, you're, you're sharing your location with a stranger uh, through your app, through the GPS chip of your smartphone. Uh, and these are apps like Meet Me or Scout, that's S-K-O-U-T or Badoo. There's different, um, there's different uh, dating apps that work on 
on proximity, not just on taste. So you got to be careful with that because you are revealing your, your physical location. Others are, you know, there's mature content. So grinder, it's uh, geared mostly to the LGBT community. Uh, so that's rated mature uh, or 17 plus same with Bumble, which is an app that we actually did recommend on, on a tap worthy a few months ago for those who are uh, mature adults. And that's where women make the first move. I do like that app, but it's not ideal for, for tweens or teens to, to hook up because there is some content that is deemed inappropriate. And then uh, a couple of others like hot or not is one where you're actually rating people on their physical appearance, which might not be instilling the best habits right. for your, your tween or teen. So those are the dating apps that are, you know, there was an article um, that I think we both read where they also say, you know, you, you've got to watch out for those or at least have an open dialogue with your children about that. Interesting. You mentioned that it utilizes kind of location services or, or GPS, some of these, because, you know, parents, uh, one of their biggest concerns, of course, are predators out there uh, mm-hmm. online, uh, preying on their kids. And some of these uh, apps, if they're, they're signed, in these people can actually know where you are physically yeah so that leads that's a nice segue into the third batch of apps which are social media apps that do uh let you reveal your location to strangers let's face it these kids and even as adults we don't often know everybody that we're quote unquote friends with so apps like snapchat which is rated t for teen so 13 year olds are uh, you know able to use it and it often skews a lot younger it's a fun app where you can morph your face and use augmented reality and you can chat with your friends but there's this snap uh, map where you know my son ethan who's 15 we landed um in um, the Dominican a few months ago on a vacation uh, for over March break. And he, he pulled open his phone. He said, Oh, look, these are a couple of my friends that are, these are people that I know from high school that are actually here on the Island as well, because they all have chosen to reveal their location. So not the safest uh, of, of habits to, uh, you know, to teach your kids. So Snapchat is one where you just want to be careful about location. Um, also with Snapchat, by the way, as you likely know, any message you send to somebody like a photo or a video, it automatically, self-destructs after it's viewed so you can use your imagination on what uh, teens are, are using this for mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> then there's a couple of others TikTok, which is a very popular uh, social media apps kind of like vines where they're short shareable videos but there's a lot of uh, inappropriate comments and potentially hurtful comments um, that um, you may not uh, lock out you may allow them so some nasty comments about your physical appearance or um, you know uh, whatever it could be harmful and it does it could lead to cyberbullying which yeah. you need to keep an eye on with your kids. You know, this is just such a minefield. As we're sitting here talking about this, I'm just putting myself in the shoes of uh, parents. I mean, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I mean, my folks were just worried about you. Uh, you know, I know falling in with the wrong crowd, right? Uh, bad right. influences with uh, should you be hanging out with so and so at school? Now you got to worry about pretty much They're the entire life. world, yeah, right? right. Uh, online at their fingertips. Yeah, not just people they don't know, like we talked about strangers earlier, but even people they are, um, you know, their acquaintances with in high school, cyberbullying is a real issue. And also other issues like sexting and other uh, problems with, with this online, always online culture where they've got this device in their pocket that is their, their lifeline. You know, so it, there's the offline threats that are still very real. And then there's the, the online community part, which is also scary, especially for parents who aren't as adapt, uh, adept to with technology. They're not as comfortable as it, as they are with the kids. So ironically, we're supposed to 
protect them when they understand this digital world better than we do. Yeah, they're seven or eight steps ahead of their parents. So what would your advice be to Mark uh, for parents that are concerned about, uh, you know, what are the right apps, what are the, the wrong apps when they sure. maybe got their child's uh, phone? I mean, is there like a, a list that's uh, usually published or something they can refer to? So I get about five times a week the question, how do I, how do I track my kids' uh, um, activity on their smartphone? Not just track where their kids are, but what they're doing and who they're talking with. So there are tools like that available where you often need to know your kid's password on their phone, their PIN, uh, and install it maybe when they're sleeping. I don't, it's not like I don't, it's not, it's not like I don't encourage that because every situation is different, but I, I don't think anything trumps open communication as awkward as it might be. And as out of the digital world, the parents may be, it's still, I think, critical to have an open dialogue. So there are software tools. There are, uh, you know, I do recommend good communication. And yes, uh, there are lists of these apps that are inappropriate. If you Google um, apps, students, um, you know, um, or, or bad apps or anything like that, you'll, you'll find a list. Uh, I know we both recently read a similar article. So it's out there, but uh, you know, there's no one solution. There's no you know one magic bullet that's going to solve all this. Uh, I do recommend for I know we need to wrap up in a moment. I do recommend for kids, uh, younger kids, and if you're looking to buy a computer for them, uh, maybe for back to school season, keep it in a highly trafficked area of the home. Don't give them a right. portable computer if they're really young. You want to put it in a busy area of the home to sort of keep an eye on where they're going online in those really early years, um, and then you know as you earn as they earn your trust and. Uh, vice versa that uh you know you let them have a computer in their room and we still have an open door issue yeah, policy but you, you know what mark i'm the furthest thing from a parenting expert but what you just said there about having an honest and open dialogue mm-hmm. with your kid that just say listen i'm not trying to be intrusive i'm not spying on you i'm not trying to yeah. uh, manipulate you in your your life but uh here are the dangers that are out there and yeah. why i want to protect you i know it's cliche but i think it's important and just a, a cautionary word for those parents listening right now a lot of them say well i'll let you on social media if you add me as a friend and in theory that's a good idea so you can see what they're posting but there's something that kids uh have often which is called a finsta account it's an instagram account but it's a fake instagram account that they let their parents follow them on it's a finsta uh and that's where they post all the you know the the, the family friendly stuff but there's a separate instagram account they often have that you are not privy to Unreal. Mark Saltzman for us uh, this afternoon. Uh, Mark, really appreciate the time as always. Thanks so much. Me too, Jeff. All the best.